Hello, welcome to Living Jesus. My name is Jika Onyamisi, and it is great to have you listening. Um, I believe you're doing very well, and I'm grateful to God that you're able to hear this podcast because there's life um, spoken or released through this podcast. Thank you so much for joining. And um, please do follow our social media pages on Facebook, Living Jesus, and on Instagram um, at Living Jesus NG. And then if you'd like to send us an email, please do send it to livingjesusngn for no G for go. Living one word, livingjesusng at gmail.com. It will be wonderful um, getting emails from you. Hallelujah. So we go straight so that um, we're able to utilize our time properly. So the topic is bearing witness the right way. There's a way to bear witness. For every time you bear witness, you you there's life released. There's a transformation of the Holy Ghost released onto the uh, people or situation that hears whatever it is that you're releasing or you're saying. So um, I would just like to show us that there's a way you bear witness that it carries power. And um, it is, it, as long as you follow Jesus, the Bible lets us know, as long as you walk with Jesus, you will bear witness. Hallelujah. And so I'd just like to show us how we, we should, you know, bear witness, how we should do it so that power is released for the end point of anything that we do as Christians is to ensure that there's a transformation. Never forget that there's a transformation because that life must come in and transform it. Hallelujah. So our text is 1 John 1. 1 John chapter 1 verse 1 to 3. It says that which was from the beginning which we have heard which we have seen with our eyes which we have looked upon and our hands have handled of the word of life for the life was manifested and we have seen it and bear witness and show unto you that eternal life which was with the father and was manifested unto us that which we have seen and heard declare we unto you that ye also may have fellowship with us and truly our fellowship is with the father and with his son jesus christ hallelujah now in the passage we just read you will see that it starts with that which was from the beginning and this is to let you know that what john the son of zebedee was was going to uh reference or was referencing is jesus christ bible says that in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God John chapter 1 verse 1 it says in the beginning there's only one person uh, or, or you have the Trinity that existed from the beginning so Jesus has always been in the beginning hallelujah he came from that beginning up till the time when he came and so um, we can infer that the person John was talking about when he says that which was from the beginning that's jesus christ is talking about he's not talking about any other man he's talking about the son of the living god the word of god also says that the word was made flesh and dwelt amongst us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the father full of grace and truth as in john chapter 1 verse 14 hallelujah so that also depicts that who, the 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 one that um uh, because the Bible here says that, um, uh, verse 1, it says, And our hands have handled of the word of life. Hallelujah. 
That's Jesus Christ. He says, their hands have handled, their hands have touched of the word of life. So this scripture here lets us know, that's John chapter 1 verse 14, lets us know that that word of life is Jesus Christ, is also referring to. Hallelujah. So we can easily infer that the one that John was making reference to in John, in 1 John chapter 1 verse 1, is Jesus Christ, no doubt. Now, John goes on to say, that what I have seen with my own eyes, not the one that people told me about, but that which I have beheld. Now, the word beheld there means to gaze, to look closely, to view attentively. That's the word beheld. So it's different from to see because he had already said, I have seen with my eyes. And he also goes on to say, I have beheld. So he not only saw Christ like the other disciples did, he not only saw Christ, he not only touched Christ, but he beheld Christ, which also means he 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 looked closely. He viewed Christ with with uh, uh, deep attention, with uh, apt attention. He 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 focused on what it was that Jesus was doing. Hallelujah! He kept his gaze on Jesus. He wasn't distracted because he needed to catch the things that he needed to catch. Hallelujah. So he says, I have handled with my hands, meaning the things I have, the, the, he says, I have, I have hand, meaning uh, what it is that he has touched. Now he says that that's what he bears witness of. He says, what I heard, I declare to you. Amen. He's not declaring what someone else told him, but it is good to declare what someone else told you. I mean, so your, 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 uh reiterating another person's story that's good but then again there's a personal story a personal experience that you have gone through and john here is saying that look i mean so I, I, what i'm saying is in addition to the to, to, to the other person's story you're sharing there's your own experience you build up because the reason why you would have even heard that other person's story so you can glean from what it is a person has gone through you know the the learning curves there so um then you apply it you learn from it and then when you find yourself in certain situation you can say okay this person went through that and they came out you know on top they trumped it because they held on to god's word so i'll hold on to god's word hallelujah now in addition to that you must have your own personal experience you can't live your life talking about other people's experience you are not a spectator you must partake of what is going on in the kingdom and so what the disciples came and bore witness to was what they had seen what they had held what they had beheld amen what they had heard that's what they bore witness to hallelujah now this bearing witness is personal hallelujah that's you what have you gone through you cannot tell me you have not gone through anything and then what you have gone through what have you what 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 have you learned what's your experience the the dealings that you have passed through with jesus christ what were your takeouts from those things 
Hallelujah. What were the things you learned from the experiences the Holy Ghost took you through? Why he tried to narrow the road? Because by the time you came into the kingdom, the road was wide. But you see, as you keep going and learning more about Jesus, he makes that road narrow. I'm telling you, it'll be so narrow that at the end, you are the only one standing. And the one standing is you in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You want to have several people. Is you? That's why this race is a personal one. It's not, uh, it's, it's not a multitude. It's not, it's not everyone. It's not, it's not for many. It, it's a personal race. Hallelujah. So while the Holy Ghost narrows that path, what were the things you took out? Hallelujah. You know, when you have metal um, that a blacksmith tries to sh- put in, uh, put to shape, put into good shape, um, he has to put it into the fire first, because that that iron or the metal isn't malleable until it is red hot. When that metal is cold, he can't do anything with that metal. He cannot uh, shape it into what he wants until he puts it into the furnace it comes out red hot and then he begins to hammer now what does it mean to be malleable from the dictionary it says to be able to be hammered or pressed into shape without breaking or cracking that's what it means to be malleable so the blacksmith keeps hammering Bear in mind that he doesn't hammer with soft strokes. He's not, he's not there to play. He hammers it with, with his strength and vigor. And so much energy. And as he strikes, it begins to take shape. As he strikes, he shapes it. As he strikes, he shapes it and gets it into form. Now, all of this he does without letting it crack or break. That's the idea. So I'm telling you that that thing that you went through, you are like the metal put in a furnace. You see, things will need to get hot so you can be hammered into shape. You, some, some people don't want to go through trials. They don't want to go through challenge. Jesus won't leave you in the midst of your trials. He will not. He's right there. He's right there. Now, that situation while you were being hammered and, and shaped, that's the personal experience I'm talking about. That pain, that, 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 that pain that was too, too uh, grievous that you felt you were going to die. You felt this was the end. You felt Jesus had abandoned you, which wasn't true. When you came out, because you still came out, you're here today, so you're out. When you came out of it, you you came out rejoicing you came out grateful to god now you then you closed your mouth and moved on no no that that's what i'm here to say you don't do that you take that experience and you tell people about it tell people the goodness of the god that you serve there's power in it that's how you bear witness now For in the center, at the very core of that thing that you went through, is eternal life. You see, that's why you won't crack. Eternal life is at the center. And while you go through that which you go through, you're meant to hold on to that eternal life. That's your anchor. 
You're meant to hold on to it. Amen. No matter how much the the sea or the the waves of the ocean toss you to and fro, you see, with your hands holding on to the anchor, which is eternal life, which is which is the living word, which is the uh, uh, which is Jesus. As long as you're holding on to Him, you will not crack, you will not break, you will only get into form. So. That life that is at the core of what it is that you have gone through. Now, when you begin to tell men or speak to situations about what it is that you have gone through, how you went through it, that life at the core of it is released. You see, because you can't see it, you will think there's nothing there. Oh no, there's a lot there. At the very core of it is life. And my friend, for every time you keep quiet, what you have done is you have covered that life. And that's not right. Because it is meant to go and work for someone else. You you ought to release it and let that life begin to work for someone else. Because what you have gone through, another person will go through it. Just in a different manner or fashion. It might not be exactly the same. There might just be some unique things about, you know, the person's experience, which which makes it personal to the person. But the life at the core is the same. So when you release it, excuse me, when you release it, the person, that's why, that's why when you speak and tell your story, excuse me, faith comes. Have you noticed? Faith comes sometimes you tell the story and people leap up you know leap for joy you hear people shouting you hear people screaming you hear people giving glory to god the bible says that when when moses came out of egypt with the people of israel and he met his father-in-law jethro he told jethro what happened and jethro gave glory to god hallelujah that was life from the experience explaining that what they the, the one who saw them through was God the, the the deliverer he explained how God delivered them with an outstretched arm that man gave glory to God and he didn't only stop there he offered sacrifice to God now that's what I'm talking about there's life at the center of it hallelujah And so the disciples couldn't preach any other message apart from the Jesus they saw, the Jesus they heard, the Jesus they beheld, the Jesus they related with. John chapter 1 verse 14 says, he adds there when he says that Jesus came and came, you know, uh, in, in the flesh. And then he says, and we beheld that glory. My friend, that glory is what they proclaimed. They didn't preach any other gospel apart from Jesus. That's how it ought to be with you concerning your own situation. Hallelujah. John 15 verse 27 says, Ye also shall bear witness because ye have been with me from the beginning. You will bear witness because you have been with Jesus. You cannot be with Jesus and have nothing to talk about. What have you gone through? 
what is it that you have seen you you are not bearing witness because you have great oratory skills or your diction is fantastic and and admired by all no but you're you're doing that because you have met the christ that's why you're bearing witness you have met eternal life you have met light you have met truth and now that becomes the crux or the crux of your of your of your witness to men hallelujah because that which you speak must be able to bring transformation to the uh, 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 ears that hear hallelujah so share that pain that you have gone through share it there's someone whose life will be transformed just because you shared there's someone whose faith will be aroused just because you shared i tell you what you share is not just words what you share is life and that life the bible says is the light of men you give light to men you give life to men you give faith to men hallelujah share it i don't know who is listening but i would like you to share it give that life to someone let them also taste and see that this god is good hallelujah Thank you so much for listening and um I believe you've been watered. Now go on and water someone else. Let them be refreshed by your testimonies. Don't cover it. Don't cover the life that has been given to you. Don't cover the experiences that Jesus has brought you out of and given you victory. Share it and let others be uh, uh strengthened by your testimony. Amen. I'll see you next time. Remain blessed. Thank you.